we're sorry in advance, a podcast where we're always sorry in advance. This week's episode is... We actually don't really know. No, no idea. So we both secretly researched a topic and then we're going to tell the other person because we could not decide on the topic. So then Joe was like, you know what? Let's just both research something to do with gaming let, let's and let's just, just ro- see what happens. Let's just raw dog it. Let's yeah. see how... Uh, let's see how far away our topics can be from each other. I mean, I I have a pretty good prediction that yours is going to be about furries, but I'm not here to um, confirm nor deny. That's only given the past <laughs> three episodes. <laughs> I find a way to work it in. Also, sorry, advance. I have got a cough. We don't know where she is from, but I have one. So if you hear me cough in the background. <laughs> I'm I'm good. I am surviving. I but I have one. Just just let you know. <laughs> just just everyone's nose. Just have to get a little pity party. Um, and I guess uh the same thing of if it sound if the sound is bad. Oh, yeah. We're trying our best. Audio has been a constant struggle. We are trying to fix it. We just don't really know how. So that's that. That's that's that. That's that. <laughs> um. So. I do believe it's my turn to go first this week, but I didn't check to see I have no clue. Uh, which one of us went first last time. So this is the way around we're doing it. I hope think. you don't mind. Uh, who did go first last time? I feel like it was probably me. I feel like it was you. Probably me. Yes, it was you because I spoke about Kelly at the end. Oh yeah, oh my god, queen. Which, uh, full disclosure, I did not reach out to Kelly to see if she wanted to be a part of this episode, nor did I reach out to her children. So, but one of them's in Second Life, so <laughs> one of them is code, and I can't communicate in binary. But um... you are non-binary, so <laughs> it's like it just it's really just, yeah, it's not it's not made for you. Maybe I should try. It's like being blind, but paint <laughs> <laughs> the little picture. Um, so, I've got a question for you. Uh, okay. What's your top three cults? Cults? Oh, okay. I know. Yours are de- you've definitely done Kanye cult. Um, <laughs> my top three cults are um, Jonestown. Yeah. Um, what's that recent one that was like, that woman got her eyes, like she died and they took her eyes out. And I can't remember what it's called. It's like, everything's love cult or something like that. Okay. Um God, top three, just there's so much to choose so, from. So let's let's go. What are your favourite cults in video games? Oh, um, whether they be oh like... God, I don't even know many cults. Dark Brotherhood, that's culty. Yeah. Um, oh God, mine's gone blank. Unitology from Dead Space. Never played Dead Space. The Order from Silent Hill. Oh no, because I like Silent Hill too. The the whole Order stuff from Silent Hill One was like. Eh. I can uh, give or a, take. It's an it's an It's interesting. Games. Um, oh no, wait, there was this one. Um, oh my god, there was this one. Nexto did a video on it, and like, it's not a good cult. Like, it's like a bit creepy. But um, it was on like this like abandonware software. Oh, worlds.com. Worlds.com, maybe yeah. Um, and that was a fun old cult. I think there was like cults and like Club Penguin. Oh, the one on worlds.com. Definitely not an actual cult. No. Uh, cause, uh, no, the video games ones like are properly. Well, the real answer is that uh, the weird dude on there is just a diddler. Like, that's the thing. Like that's why I'm like, like it's not, it's a not really, a, it's not really a cult, more a paedophile ring. But you know, there's already fun cults. Um, I, if I was in the 70s, I just know for a fact my personality type, I would defo join the cult. One thousand percent. Someone to tell me what to do, and I just have to participate in capitalism. I would be. 
on board too quickly. Just straight away. Um, I can't. I can't, literally um, can't make any. So the, maybe you just tell me some cults. So tell me what. You, tell me what Kanye cult. <laughs> you tell me. I am gonna tell you about Kanye Quest and Ascensionism. <laughs> <laughs> is this the one where it was just like they didn't realize there was a, like there was a cult in the game and then you could like for a glitch or something? You can tell me. Yeah, no, I think I, just, I think only because I'm trying to think in my head if it's one of the many Kanye games that are probably out there on Flash. If it's the one I'm thinking of. R.I.P. R.I.P. So I sort of looked at some real life cults that are inside video games, whether it be through happenstance or whether it's like. You know, what, whatever around it. Real yeah. cults and video games. Weird shit. Uh, so, Kanye Quest 3030. Uh, it was made an RPG ma- maker by a developer called Phoenix. Uh, because, really, where else are you going to make a weird game if it's not an RPG maker? I used to fuck around with RPG maker all the time. Don't know why. Like, RPG maker has this legacy of weird, weird games. They're always weird. I think it's because it's, so, it's so easy to make stuff on there, so then the weird people are like, I've got time on my hands. I've got time for this. Like, uh, the aforementioned Kanye Quest, the Lisa Games, Yume Niki, Undertale. Oh, yeah, the Lisa Games. Undertale was on that. Yeah. I thought it was Unity. Uh, it started development in RPG Maker. Oh, God, that's not even a surprise. It, but fair. Like, it tracks. Yeah. Um, it was originally uploaded to RPG Maker on the 22nd of July, 2013. Uh, and the synopsis for the game is follows. In the year 2010, Kanye West takes out his garbage before tripping and falling into a portal, which brings him to the year 3030. The United States has become a dystopian society, well, <laughs> there already, ruled by a clone of rapper Little B, claiming himself to be a god. A prophecy exists, claiming that Kanye West would return one day and overthrow Little B. Uh, with this knowledge, Kanye West... Uh, travels this dystopian society and teams up with other musicians such as Jay-Z, Tupac and RZA to fight to free America. Along the way, they are challenged by other musicians such as Eminem, Nicki Minaj, De La Soul, LL Cool J. Um, upon defeating, uh, upon completing the game, uh, Kanye West declares himself as the one true base god and returns to 2010 where he puts the trash away. Um, so, on its initial release in 2013, it got reviewed, like, everywhere. Like, it popped up, and, like, IGN, The Guardian, Eurogamer, Polygon... Not The Guardian. Like, The Guardian (laughs) did a review. So, either 2013, real slow news day on that day, or the fact a video game that wasn't Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I remember correctly, 2013, not a great year for video games. Yeah, I feel like 2012 was, like, so good, and in 2013, I can't think uh, of anything. Um, But it got pretty decent reviews. It got sort of, like, sevens across the board. People uh, sort of knew what they were getting in, in for. Like, it was like, oh, yeah, meme game. Great. Perfect. Yeah. Um, and it had no mention of any weird things in it, just, you know, standard thing. Until two years later, on January the 28th of 2015, there's an anonymous pastebin post um, that claims that they've found something inside of the game. There is no mention of this part of the game prior to this pastebin article. Yeah. So, uh... They, like they are the first person that found it 
which, however they did. So there's a particular NPC that uh, you can interact with that asks you what you want to do. And you can type anything in and they kind of say, that's what I want to do too. Yeah. However, there's a couple of like scrambled messages throughout the game that's like, uh, it's like uh, the one true base god, uh, ascend, things like that. You know, normal everyday you know, conversation you know, topics. Normal things. Um, if you go to this NPC and type in ascend, which no one really has would have had the yeah no it's not not a common word you'd type in there a message pops up congratulations you have proven yourself to be an open-minded and curious thinker we must apologize for deceiving you but we can reveal that the game you were playing until this point was a front constructed to protect what you are currently accessing we must ask that you do not reveal this area to the public if you believe that you may be prone to revealing information or do not wish to participate, please close this program immediately by pressing Alt F4 or selecting the No option when it appears. Um, by selecting Yes, you agree to participate and not reveal information. When you or someone, <coughs> someone's so a lie to them, so, so fully just lying to them. Someone's like, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm, won't say mm-hmm, anything to anyone. Mm-hmm. Anyway, here's my YouTube video. <laughs> Here's my last play. Here's my anonymous pastebin article. <laughs> um, and when you select yes, you're teleported onto a map that no one had seen before in the game, um, which is this tetradonic pyramid kind of shape just floating out in space. Um, Very Call of Duty zombies. Big Call of Duty zombies. Do you reckon they were like, oh, we love our Call of Duty zombies map, let's just make it in Kanye <laughs> Quest. Um, there is a bunch of like computer terminals on this like tetrahedron shape um and each one has a roman numeral numeral denoting each one yeah and each one can only be accessed with a password um the only other room that you can access is a room that has a qr code in it but you have to stitch it together from getting all four quarters from screenshots uh qr code's dead don't know what it... Also, fun fact, actually don't randomly scan QR codes. No. Like, it's actually not great for your phone. No. Like, because I need to get beyond that. I saw an article that was, like, um, it was talking about people who were, like, you know, when people just put, like, QR codes up mm-hmm. on, like, subways or whatever, they were like, yeah, don't do that. It's basically the same as, like, picking up a random USB and plugging it into your computer. Yeah, like, right. you should probably not do that. You know, check it out first. Um, and in this room with the QR code... You can see an Ascensionism logo on the floor, which the Ascensionism logo is an eye with a triangle in the middle of it. In the middle of it. Oh my god, so unique. So unique, so original. Um, Sorry, but I not to bring a Call of Duty zombies again. However, Ascension is also a zombies map. <laughs> so this was my thought. So like, was this person just a really big fan of Call of Duty zombies? Now, like, listen, listen, we've got. We this. can link it back to Kanye. It all makes sense. Um, before you're allowed to interact with the terminals, you get this message. The following is a thought exercise designed to help teach you something beneficial. By undertaking this exercise, you will hopefully be affected in a positive way. Due to the nature of the exercise, this something cannot be revealed immediately. This exercise may or not be restricted to this software. It is important to remember that the purpose of this exercise is to benefit you. You will not be timed. We cannot provide any more information, except that we wish you good luck. 
you may begin now. Welcome to your ascension. Really just net zero information. They told you nothing. There was no point in any of that. But, like, they were like, we can't tell anything. Um, so I'm going to give you a little bit of a background on ascensionism. Because I feel like... Someone should. <laughs> so, you know, we talk about it a lot. We may as well, we may as well get learned, if you will. I do need you to link it back to Kanye West at some point, because I need to know, is Kanye West even part... Is this a just happens to be in a Kanye West game, or, like, is Kanye West part of this? Oh, no, it's an unofficial, unlicensed Kanye West oh, no, game. no, it's unlicensed, <laughs> but I mean, like, it's Kanye West... Like, you know how, like, Scientology other, is, like... Other than your avatar being Kanye West... Oh, okay. I don't think it loops back round. All of the culty essentialism stuff has no links to, to King Yeezy. That's so camp. That's so funny. Imagine you're like... How do you join this cult? Well, my Kanye West avatar <laughs> um, wandered up to a terminal, and I just joined this cult. Just, like, you know, just spoke it. to me. Um, so, Ascensionism. It's a new age cult that goes back to at least 2006. Its main beliefs focus around there being two spirits that make up a whole being. You know, two wolves inside you, one being gay and all that. Um, a physical spirit, uh, the body, and an ethereal soul. Long story short, uh, souls live lifetime after lifetime, lifetime until they reach a point where they are judged by themselves after a death, and upon deciding they have been sufficiently good, destroying themselves and becoming primordial, primordial soul stuffs from which new souls form. Uh, Orthodox Ascensionism believes that all souls, before combining with the spirit of the body, form packs for the souls of all beings that they will encounter into the future. This leads to the Ascensionist belief that any harm done to a person was agreed upon prior by their soul during a contract signing with the other person's soul, and that they were literally asking for it, thus justifying any harm they uh, perpetrate against people. Is this cult big with like abusers? Like, <laughs> I don't think that. I don't think that's a healthy right, mindset. It, so, like, big red flag. <laughs> big red flag. If your partner's in this cult run like jesus christ that's so <laughs> so bad uh they also believe that if a person is cloned their soul is split into two parts and as such they do not truly die until the clones are dead because any soul from a dead clone or originator will just wander until it finds another clone with the same host spirit and will combine with it uh, this is bad to ascensionists. They believe that if a soul lives on for too long, it becomes corrupted by the bad circumstances it has accumulated and will become evil and twisted over time because they cannot be purged of their experiences by death to start anew. They believe that souls that become evil are wandering uh, are wandering from clone to clone uh, and there are shadow people that people see in the corners of their eyes. According to them, there is some ancient group of nine people or so that have lived for centuries by cloning themselves repeatedly and indefinitely, and their clones are what constitute the majority of the shadow people seen today. Um, this is so complicated. Uh, right? This goes back to the plotline of the game, where all the evil characters were uh, continued clones of rappers who had been accumulated evil by being alive by being alive for so long and never truly dying, while the good characters, aside from Kanye, were clones that had been dormant for so long that they could not accumulate the bad energies gained through experience. So, essentially, the tenets of Ascensionism is built into the design of the game. 
I'm the G speechless. <laughs> right. I have no idea what's going no, on. Right. Like you look. It in... feels like a fever dream. No, truly, it's like right. You'd... Everything about it is odd and weird. Like yeah. no, I don't. I I wanna. I want to believe that it's like manufactured somehow, but this, it seems, to that if it was manufactured somehow, people would give the jig up. Like you know. Yeah, true. I think that this is very. Why is it in a Kanye West game? Right? Um, and not much is known about the developer either. Um, the developer, I'm going to get to it a little bit later, but the developer has, claims that they didn't even make the game. So, uh, how... That, that I do believe. I think if a cult was going to, like, make a game, they would then not be like, oh, by the way, I made it. They would just right? lump onto someone else. Well, but also, even if you did make the game, why would you stop all the hype and be like, no, I made it. It's not a yeah. cult. Like, you've got to keep that going. So I don't necessarily... Like, the developer saying they didn't make it, I'm taking as a throwaway. Also, is it legal to start a cult? Like, can you make... Like, if I was to make a cult and start hiring... Like, is that... Is it illegal? Um, I don't... I don't think it's illegal to run a cult. I think your cult practices might be... Oh, yeah. Like, I think you could get religious or uh religious status uh from oh, yeah, I guess religions are like just big cults yeah that's all they are yeah they're the ones that have stuck around for longer <laughs> yeah fair um so back to these terminals in this weird pyramid in the middle of space as you are kanye west um each time you enter a password into one of the terminals the screen gets darker and the music becomes eerier so one by one, your screen just gets darker until it is almost impossible to see anything on the screen. I feel like if you're trying to hire people into your cult, you don't want the more they progress into joining your cult, it gets eerier. Right. I think that's just a bit of a one oh one, don't do that. Like... <laughs> just don't do that. Uh, would you like to know what the passwords were? Yes. So Is it more Call of Duty zombies references? Passwords. Bingo, Jagatai, Bolivia, IN, Inscribe, Schlacken, Armco, Fife, Batiz, Snowless, Indita, Aubrey, Sembrick, Unspun, Isadora, Popover, Idol, Brian, Dem, Lude, Finance, Cusco, Vanityed, Hatch, uh, uh, Sulka, uh, Afoot, Mayan, uh, 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 Asatonic, Truth, Greedia, Capeskin, Ogden, and uh, one final one that I will get to in a moment. 60% of those were not words. They were just random sentences. No, right. They were not words. There's nothing, there's nothing linking them together. Uh, people only... So there's two ways people found the passwords. One was data mining. Oh, everyone finds out everything from data miners. Oh, right, exactly. But also, did not data miners, did, were they, did they not find out about these no, like, weird level things? Because they didn't data mine it until after True. this case who's like, post. oh my god, Kanye Quest, they'd go take time out of my day to data mine that. Who's delving into an, an hour and a half long RPG maker game? Like, yeah, that's fair. You're not, you're not thinking that there's something going on behind the scenes. Um, so, after you enter Ogden into the terminal at the top of the tetrahedron, tetrahedron um you teleport again to 
a completely white room with nothing in it. Like, Fun. you are just wandering around aimlessly in this white space um, with a random encounter popping up, like, because there's battles and random encounters, uh, with an enemy called JFZZJNMS. But the battle is over as soon as it starts. There's never a sprite. It's just oh. thing that pops up and goes away. So that's lovely. Um, the you eventually come across one more terminal, and the password for that is Micropia. Again, not a word. Not a word. Not a word. Not a word. Um, and upon doing so, you get this message: You have proven your worth once again. You have ascended. However, further ascension is always possible. If you do not wish to ascend further, your journey ends here. So please close this program by pressing Alt F4 or selecting the No option above. By selecting the Yes option, you agree to, part to participate further, and you grant us permission to interact with your possessions. Would you like to participate? Um, if you choose No, you get sent straight to the title screen. So you Fine. know that's your like. Dip my toe into the cult. Do you know what? I'm okay. Capitalism was for me. I didn't need a cult. Right? I mean, this would... I mean, I don't think this cult has anything to do with... I don't think they're anti-capitalist. Mm. I think... I feel like most of them I are. mean, it's based in, like, transhumanism. So, I guess, anti-capitalist in the sense of shedding your human form. <laughs> That's very capitalist, actually. <laughs> that, that... That's very pro-capitalism. Karl Marx would have loved that. Yeah. Um, however, if you choose yes, uh, you get this message. Over the following two-week time period, we will interact with you and your possessions in several ways. Keep an eye out as, some, my of Kindle. The, as some of these ways may be subtle. Others may not be. We may attempt to contact you directly. If we do this, we will attempt to notify you of our presence by using a keyword. If you still consent to participation, please select uh, the yes option above. Do you wish to participate? Um, so I love that they assume that you would know the keyword given the like 25 odd passwords that are just just, just words. words. Just words. I guess if someone comes up to you in the street and goes, Ogden, like, well, but... It depends. If you're in like central London... That, that happens sometimes. That's just... just walking through bricks and it's like, yeah, yeah That should be how it happens. Like, maybe I've been, like, interacting with cults this entire time and I've just not been realising. <laughs> I've just been like, oh, this is just not asking for money. Like, I should just keep on, keep on trotting. Keep on trotting. Um, if you agree, you are asked to give personal details. Like, your full name and address, including zip code, town, door number, everything. Um, so this is where things start to get a little bit fucky, because you can no longer access the original file for Kanye Quest. Not to derail, but it's Kanye Quest. Didn't didn't they like didn't someone do like backdoor thing and they realized it was not connected to the internet? So then you could type in all of his information, then it's not really going anywhere. So the version that people have access to, yeah, it does have an IP tracker. In, okay, so uh. The version of RPG Maker that Kanye Quest was made in does not inherently have access to the internet. That was extra code that people had to add in. Yeah. 
Um, so the IP tracker, whilst active, cannot access the internet. Okay. But because no one has the original file for Kanye Quest, yeah. there's no way that anyone can actively disprove that like it doesn't it no one's information has been oh so they can't prove that at some point it was not connected to the internet yeah like it has it has that functionality in it yeah just something in the code like it can't access the internet that's fair so i don't like i don't know what's what's going on with that like um the original kanye quest file is locked behind a tumblr Right. <laughs> Not a four. I would have thought this is more four chans sort of domain. Right. Exactly. Tumblr seems like a weird choice. Um, but also work that your uh, Tumblr theme is also called Ascension. <laughs> yeah. <fair. laughs> um, so we don't know what happens with that. Everyone that has sent their details over hasn't had. I fully would. Uh, no. I fully would. Fully. I've got nothing else going on. Um, they haven't had anything come up or be contacted by anyone maybe they have but it's so subtle they just don't know <laughs> what's, what's the people get you and your possessions like are they going to go on my like my switch they going to make a new profile like I don't understand what so are they the one, doing they're the ones stealing your socks like um all of the ter- so there was lots of websites and links and stuff that you could find inside of this tetrahedron place but they are all dead links not even you can't access them with a wayback machine they are just gone oh they like dead from the get-go or... like they weren't dead from the get-go okay there is a 70 page long unfiction thread r.i.p unfiction what's unfiction uh so it was a forum site that were that primarily dealt with like args and weird internet shit okay um, there was a YouTube series with phrasing and themes of Ascensionism that was on YouTube a few months before the game came out. Yeah. Um, including a drawing of the uh, JFZZJNMS, the sprite that shows yeah. up. Uh, so including like a real crew drawing of them and all of that stuff. Like so, that. There were people investigating this thing before it came out, and the two are like, there's no way that they are not connected. Yeah. Um, they have a record label oh. called Ascensionism Records. A real record label with one person signed to it. Who's the one person? Their name is Nick Lyons. That sounds like a drag name. Right, it does. Like, Nick Lyons. Um, on top, uh, their website is still active, or a Ascensionism record website is still active, um, and there's a bunch of Twitter accounts. Uh, a couple of them just tweet completely random word soup, kind of looking like a, like I would assume it's a bot. Yeah. But the the posting time between each <laughs> post would indicate that it's an actual person just typing in some word soup. Oh. Uh, so some of the affiliated accounts are Ascend Today, Ascend underscore Redeem, Archaic Ascend, Ascend Simple, Acolyte Ascend, Ascend Senses, and Ascend Today. Ascend Today um, 
was found out to be ran by one Nick Lyons through charging uh, their PayPal uh, by sending like a, a cent or a, a penny to yeah. them so you would get their information. Um, so some of the most of these Twitter accounts aren't really doing too much. Like it's just standard shit. A couple of them. I'm trying to find one, but um, I don't know how you spell a cent. A S C E N D. Okay. <gasps> Found one. Um, oh, wait. On October eighth, twenty seventeen. Oh my god, they've got quite, they've got more followers than me. Yeah, I know, right? Oh my god. Um, on October seventh, twenty seventeen. So a full five years. They call years, an expo. Work. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I think they were having some beef. Uh, they were calling out an expo for being like, "You're a liar." They all have more followers than me. What am I doing wrong? Right. <laughs> Join ascensionism today, folks. Um, so an account called Mark Phils tweeted a GoFundMe for something called The Beacon Project to Ascend Today. Um, the description of uh, this GoFundMe was, there has been a huge change in the subgenius Beacon Project. Now more than ever, it's important we all join together in unity. The only details available for this GoFundMe. Also, subgenius does not mean like below genius. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> like of a dumb fuck project. The dumb fuck project. <laughs> it's not. It's not getting the recognition um, it needs. But it was uh, boosted by the Ascend Today account, and it reached its one thousand, uh, one thousand dollar goal and got funded. But any information about it, not not there so clearly people actual people donated to this thing which i think is to be fair rich people don't know what they're doing with their money they just sometimes donate to stuff um and a year later on august 16th 2018 uh, a thread of tweets appear for someone uh looking for someone named Anne. ascend sigil tweets to an account called Anne ascend how can we help find her so Anne Ascend claims to have been living in an essentialism compound for ten years. Um, so Work. there's, I'm going to read you out some of the some of the hit tweets that I found. Uh, the machines of our ascension make such beautiful sounds. The prophets trans uh, transpond to Joshua our signal numbers, which get ta- which gets tattooed on us when it's revealed. Anyway. Siren just went off. Time for another drill. Can't ever be too prepared. Who knows when the prime ascension will happen? I dream one day of being amongst the prophets on the homeworld, learning the vast mysteries of the universe. I pray my ascension comes soon. Uh, Why have you always, like, I'm going to a different planet? It's like, where? Right, like, like, what planet? Yeah, like... Um, Another tweet. Why would you want to? Uh, she was tweeting about um, the brother of someone called Daniel, who was the youngest person to ascend at 10 years old. And she makes reference to this Daniel again after saying that he ascended in police custody. <laughs> so, what I'm assuming is that ascending <laughs> is uh, suicide. <laughs> oh. You they always are. They, they always, always link all, back. Always suicide. Which then, you know, makes sense with, like, their whole, like, our souls, but, you know, that whole shit. Or he was cloned, and they're like, oh my god, the clone died. Oh my god. Um, there's lots of references to this new member called Jackson, um, and Anne goes missing, and he appears to take over the ca- over the account on uh, November 22nd, 2018. He's making a new account. Right? 
uh, Anne tweets out, or sorry, Anne on the 22nd of November 2018 tweets out, safe for now, won't find me here, have to go, don't trust Jackson, I never should have. And then on December 1st, 2018, the same account tweets its, tweet, tweets at itself. Don't feel safe. Uh, don't feel so safe. You won't be for long, Jackson. Also, right. First of all, keep it in the DMs. Right. Keep right. We don't always see you this. Know? Also, if Jackson was that big of a threat, he would just delete that original tweet. Truly, like delete I, functions there. This, like, like this, like an ascend account is definitely part of a. So, like, clearly someone has seen what's going on with this and thought, you know what, I could get in on. Yeah. I don't even have to do the work for this ARG. It's been built for me. And they're just sort of doing some bits. Um, However, whilst that one account maybe, uh, I think, is an unrelated ARG, lots of the Ascension accounts are actual people who have come from either the original Unfiction forum threads or from Kanye Quest itself. So um, they would tweet at Ascend Today and those kinds of accounts, Mm. and they would tell them that they needed to do certain tasks and uh, decode messages, change their Twitter um, AVI to the Ascensionism I, all have the same Twitter background. Um, So like some some of the tasks I got them to do was like, cutting a letter into an apple and sending a photo of it running medals underneath water you know stupid shit like this um decoding messages that turn into tenants to live by etc etc with each task that was completed um they were given rewards and moved up a rank in their hierarchy which has like so you've got the outer circle Mm -hmm. which is seven layers and then you've got the like and then you've got the inner triangle, which is another seven layers. Sorry, I'm just reading some of the tweets, and they're all just... They've either deleted a bunch of them, but then there's one of them that has, like, so many tweets. I want to read some. Go for it. Look in your rice. Let the moths inside your house. <laughs> this is... This is tweeted 2020. This is tweeted... I'm sorry, are you just reading back the messages I sent yours. to you? Yeah. <laughs> they don't bring harm. All is going well. Ludo's winism. Recent events have upheld our progress. We shall not be able to resume on the regular schedule. Fear not for our activities will resume on a later date. This is tweeted the 19th of August 2021. People still be going at it. It'd still be going. Um, oh no. Yeah, right. Oh no. Big yikes. Uh, uh, that that was a... <laughs> they tweet a, a Nazi flag. Just for... um, oh no. So some of the rewards that they would get from doing these tasks were things like a hidden album. So on Ascensionism Records... From which artist? From Lord? Like from, Lord? From from, from Wonder Girlies? Uh, Doja Cat's unreleased album? I, I think it was... Was it Taylor Swift's 1989 Taylor's version? <laughs> was that what got released? It was actually just four and a half hours of Azealia Banks saying <laughs> cunt. Um, I don't... Uh, I'm not really too sure what the... I can't remember off the that top of my head who, what the album such was. Such a hipster thing. Oh, you don't know this band. You have to go for a cult. Right. Together. Um, you wouldn't know them. Um, but You've got to let it send. The music that Ascensionism Records and Nick Lyons makes is not... Uh, let's say calling it music is brave. Uh, I can't find him. I think I found him. Is it? Is it this guy? 
No. Oh. Sorry to the other Nick Lyons. You <laughs> um, don't deserve this. He has 14 monthly followers. I don't think he cares. Maybe it's Nicholas Lyons. Um, so... Sorry, but I just want to know what I'm listening to on my way home. Uh, no, truly. We'll get, we'll get some bits. I'll, I'll intersplice some of the music. Please don't. Um, so, as, uh, as they kept on completing tasks, they were asked for their address but not through the game not through anything <laughs> through individual dms we don't know if anyone did i this. would not i would give them like a fake location um but uh they were also sent um like schematics for something that looked very much like a sensory deprivation tank uh that they that they have at their essentialism facilities so that's just that's just a little bit creepy it's also like what you expect me to make that i've not got a a mechanical engineer degree and b the finances oh no i think i think they have it at their compounds they're just like you know come, come join sensory deprivation tank come into our suicide tank um as people are digging around the different websites and whatnot uh one of the last pieces of this weird little puzzle sort of like click into place uh calypso Ascensionism Records official copyrighted video game. So Ascensionism Records claims to have nothing to do with Kanye Quest. Like Who made Kanye Quest? Who made Kanye Quest? Like everyone that's affiliated with it is like, I did not do this. Um Calypso um is a really obtuse game that doesn't really have any point to it. You're just it's like the Twitter accounts. Yeah. It's just those kinds of things on repeat. The sole thing to do is earn money to buy ascensionism, ascension kits, um, which I guess capitalism. Um, but the only thing of interest in this game, other than it being also made an RPG maker, weird, weird <laughs> thing they, they keep choosing. They had the license. Unity's not that hard to work out. Like, um, there's a there's a phone that you can pick up in uh, Calypso and when you pick up the phone it plays real messages from real people that have oh, called that's the, fun. that have called the ascensionism hotline so that these things join us after the break when we call the ascensionism right? hotline I mean the number is plus, no, we're plus not. one no, three two no. oh two two seven two three six three please Add don't that ring it. that number please don't because um, I'm not having people get kidnapped by this thing like we listen to it on a podcast so that'd be so embarrassing that would be embarrassing we have four listeners if two of them get kidnapped Um, the thing that i find interesting is that if if people were so certain that their that their information they've sent off wasn't wasn't getting collected yeah when the other game has shown very much proof that they have yeah. That they have collected people's information. People don't learn, though. No. People don't be... People don't learn. Also, because you know it's like 16-year-olds who are like, this is funny. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's the same type of people who go on like the dark web. Ooh. But they like, have no reason to be on there. They're just like bored. <laughs> it's like, I've got okay. literally nothing else to do on a Tuesday. Um, so, looking back through the trademark for uh, Ascensionism Records leads us back to Nick Lyons. Uh who the trademark was filed in Australia and the only artist signed to the record label. 
Um, it also names an A.T. Orlowski uh, from Minnesota, which is the same area code as the hotline. Oh, it's Lions of a Y. Yeah, sorry, I should have said that. Um, the copyright for Essentialism Records ended in 2019. Okay. He's on Spotify. And in 2019, that is when everything, not everything, but most things involving Ascensionism and Kanye Quest went dead, removed from the internet. Mm-hmm. So either these two are involved with the actual Ascensionism cult, and this is their this was their weird pitch to be like, I have a great way of getting us some new members, gang, and it didn't work out, or it was a failed ARG to promote a weird music career. I feel like it's probably the second. Like I would love it to be the first. Uh so enter to just muddy up some things oh. even more. I'm already so confused as it is though. Matt Pat of Game Theory. No, too <laughs> already too much. Interviewed uh Valerie Schaffner Harris, who claims to have made up Ascensionism. Not not Ascensionism records, Ascensionism as a whole. Okay. Well, to be fair, it's so convoluted. I think someone needs to be like, I made this up. As an alias for a musical project inspired by cults. Um, but in the interview, she explains that she has no connection with Kanye Quest 3030 or its creator. Um, <laughs> no one does. Like, So in the interview, it's very, it very much comes across as if... Uh, Matt Pat kind of just takes this person out their word that they invented essentially. I think if you're interviewing someone, you have to just believe what they say because I don't think you can be like, actually, Susan, that's not true. The, the thing that she, they, I'm not sure. Um, uh, I thought you'll worry about misgendering this yeah, person. Right. The thing that doesn't make sense is that essentialism has been going around before this person, like, she claims that she invented it or they invented it, sorry. I'm oh, sorry, um, do you know her pronouns, or no, are you just guessing? No, I don't, I keep guessing. We can just say she, it's fine, until you're corrected yeah, by okay. her. Okay, Um So, she's claimed to have made up this whole cult that was clearly going beforehand, so I don't, I don't necessarily believe them. Like, I don't think that this is, any of this is tied to an actual cult. But why was Martin Pat? interviewing people about this he doesn't really seem like it's more like nexpo no uh, some ordinary gamers this is sort of like more their territory MatPat's more like how tall's mario like it's not right. really this is not really his domain slow news day for MatPat or theory day i guess did you see that this is completely off topic but scott coffin made a book canonical in um the like whole five nights at freddy's oh canon. Ba- oh baby doll what a book do, do you want to do you want to talk three <laughs> Uh, no, but like as in he's released recently released one that has Matt Pat getting Mpreg. <laughs> <laughs> so there's just a weird fan fiction of Matt Pat getting pregnant in the Five Nights at Freddy's book. I love that that's canon. <laughs> that was just unrelated, but I just think people need to know. Um, so that is where I, I mean I I do have another little section to this. Uh. It will be shorter. Um, no, it's fine. I'm, I am, very confused what's happening though. I just no, need just to know. I think I've been paying like eighty percent of attention though because I keep I 
just keep googling stuff because I'm like what is happening I have done nothing but try and find out as much information about this as humanly possible you need a new job like if it is (laughs) isn't that healthy and uh this is everything that I found about you have been wanting to talk about Kanye Quest for a while now I have because it's it's interesting in the sense of I've got no idea I thought it was literally just a game and then like there was like oh cool lol here's like a sheet fill it out and then it wasn't connected to the internet so every time you're suggesting it, i was like yeah but it's just that small like little thing there's nothing to talk about but oh my god um and uh another fun fact on uh so the original file when it was uploaded um when it was still active yeah uh even after the two-year mark so when people would have discovered this the game had not been updated so there were uh so everything that was inside of Kanye Quest was in there from when the game released. I'm still so confused why Kanye West and who made this game? Phoenix. Yeah. Because if you want to if you don't want anyone to know who made a game or who you are, the alias Phoenix, pretty fucking good one. Have you tried typing that into Google? Yeah, fair. But also, like, I do believe the person being like, I didn't make this, because, like, it would be one thing if he was like, I didn't make this, but everyone who's connected to Essentialism or anything regarding Kanye Quest is like, I didn't make this either. Right. So, like, I actually believe the person when he's like, I didn't make this, because, like, if I was in a cult and I made this game to recruit members, I'm not putting my own name attached to it. Because then you're asking to get investigated. Right? Um, so Valerie does also state that uh, they made up the Ascensionism thing as an alias for a musical project inspired by cults. So just release the album and go. Just you re- don't need just release the album and go. You don't like, need a whole ARG about it. Like if like you know you're really playing the long game for something that's probably not going to pay off. Yeah. No. Um. So the the people that we can deduce have something to do with this game and at least tertiary in a tertiary sense ascensionism is uh valerie shefna harris strong name uh nick lyons and at orlowski uh oh and phoenix whoever that turns out to be um so that is kanye quest i'm so confused in a good way but like what (laughs) um and so now i'm just uh, do we need to have a break in between we this? can we can have a break between this i just need to get more water and we're back so oh, mine was originally something very different i was gonna do like gaming urban legends or like myths so like i was gonna do a little bit of maybe polybus I was really tempted to, play pussy, uh, tempted to talk about um, like the Doom mods that was apparently a thing for the um, Columbine shooting because apparently they made a Doom fi- like thing of their school. Apparently it's fake though. So I was going to like t- maybe some Ben drowned like that sort of vibe. Mm-hmm. And then I found I was scrolling through Tumblr because I I still love Tumblr. I'm so excited. And I saw a post by user. Big episode for Tumblr. I mean, honestly, <laughs> honestly, done a Tumblr. Um, Hoshimi, Hoshimi ninety eight. 
we all... are sorry in advance for all the pronunciations I'm of also any of these names. Sorry in advance if this is not correct. Um, <laughs> but I saw this post. I did some research, like on, like, you know, Wikipedia, yeah, and all that, and I think it's all correct. So I'm gonna talk about how one Sonic artist lawsuits against Sega and Archie Comics may have accidentally made Sonic the Hedgehog trans canonically. Yes, bitch. Work. Very big departure. So wait, is is Sonic joining the ranks of Birdo as our I think. as our trans queen? So <laughs> I'm here to talk about Ken Penders and his many lawsuits against um it's mostly against Archie Comics, because he was an artist there, but it's also he did some lawsuits against Sega. So, back in Sonic 2, there was a glitch where the colour palette for Sonic would bug out, causing him to look green and black. Mm -hmm. And for some, Sonic fans are Sonic fans, they fucking love this. Oh my god, it's, I mean like Mortal Kombat fans, it's like, oh my god, it's a new character. Yeah, so they dubbed this as Evil Sonic. And like, Evil Sonic was like, a bit popular Mm -hmm. on like, I don't know, like 4chan or whatever, like, what's that, um... When will you draw? No, like people put art, like put that art on there. DeviantArt. DeviantArt, like it was popular on there and all that jazz. So then, Ken Penders. Sorry, I thought you meant like the actual, the interface oh, of no. the forum was you have to draw pictures to each other. <laughs> no. Like a uh, picture chat. Oh my god, that'd be so fun. <laughs> so, um, Ken Pen. <laughs> sorry, oh, sorry. My god. Did a demon just try and escape from you then? <laughs> my, vote, my voice just broke. You've said his name three times. <laughs> Come here, let me just have a drink of water. So, Ken Penders was a comic book writer and creator um, just for Archie Comics. He did a bunch of stuff, but then he helped create the Sonic the Hedgehog Archie Comic series. He would turn this green and black colour bug. Sonic into an official character called Scrooge or Scrooge. Um, How's it, it spelled? S C O U R G E, like Scourge. Scourge, yeah. Um, so Scourge the Hedgehog. Scrooge. <laughs> Big fans of <laughs> Christmas. Yeah. So um, Scrooge. How did you say what, what was his name? Scourge. 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 I think I knew it was Scourge, and then I sat here. I was like, I completely forgot what the Hedgehog's name is. <laughs> So, Scourge the Hedgehog, which is like an evil Sonic from an alternate universe, he's from the Mobius universe, which I first read as the Mobius, and I was like, oh my god, the hit film. Um, Which has, in this like universe, this alternate universe, everyone's got like an alternate version of them, and everyone's Mobius counterpart is usually like the opposite of them personality-wise. So like Knuckles is alternate version of them. Is a pacifist. I think Doctor Robotnik is like a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, it still made fucking sense. hate Sonic. Though. <laughs> well, it made sense that like um, this alternate evil Sonic mm-hmm. was like evil, and as we know, like the Sonic fans, they love Shadow, so they fucking loved this character. They were like, oh my god, evil when... hedgehogs, we love them. <laughs> when you say Sonic fans. Or fans of Shadow. We're right yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're present. So, like, Scourge became a big, like, popular person. And it's also important to note that, like, Ken Penders had a lot of Sonic characters. Mostly a lot of echidnas. 
that makes sense. That actually perhaps... now makes sense why you don't see a lot of echidnas in current Sonic games mm-hmm. because of like these lawsuits. So, when Ken Penders left Archie Comics in 2009, he started filing a bunch of copyrights for every single character, artwork, and story that he's ever made. Oh. So, he had created like a bunch of them. Like, I think he started in Sonic the Hedgehog issue 11, and like, there's all the way up to like issue like 200 or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, that's a lot. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a lot of stories. That's a lot of stuff that you can take away from the Sonic franchise. So, from what I saw... And the Archie franchise, I guess. Um, he claimed that the comics were using his characters without his permission, and that he... And that the use of some characters and themes used in Sonic Chronicles, the Nintendo DS yeah. game, um, were too close to his works. There was, like, this, like, bad team and they were like he's like it's too close to like my legion or whatever like mm-hmm. it was like he my had, yeah but like i think he had like um a set of like bad guys who were called like the legion makes sense and then like sonic every franchise Dark Chronicles, whatever had like something similar every franchise has uh has a team of people under that name so he tried to sue rg comics and they tried to counter sue him to try and keep their copyright because you gotta remember like these characters were so popular so like arch comics were like no we need to keep them especially like the echidnas like um scourge had like a bunch of storylines there was a lot of ken's like characters that had a lot interwoven storylines with sonic characters so they're like we can't Mm -hmm. lose this because like we don't know how we'd write any of these people out because he had over 200 characters oh yeah so like they're a lot so they, so Archie Comics try and keep their copyright, claiming Penders had violated their contract, but due to Archie Comics only being able to provide a photocopy of the contract and not the original, which Penders claimed was a fake, the case ended up being won by Penders and he got the rights to over 200 characters. Ooh. This caused a lot of issues for the Sonic comic book. Um, and so basically it had to be rebooted and a lot of it had to be like retconned. Mm-hmm. So like basically it was a hard reset on all the canon. Which, as as Sonic fans were used to. Well, so then Sega, there was like another lawsuit, and Sega were like, we had a freelance contract, which meant he could make these things, but we own them at yeah. the end of the day. But for some reason, also that fell through. But this was so bad that like RG Comics and like some of Sega fired all of their legal team and rehired them to try and like win this case. Oh, so this was. So this very clearly sounds like this dude has been on a contract with these companies yeah. forever. And uh, they wanted to uh, renege on some of the things in that original contract, it sounds like. I think, yeah, he must... Some of must have fucked up because he went in and he wanted to use, like, all of these characters for his own Sonic book. See, yes, take the rights to your characters, but you know for a fact that they're not going to let you use the name... Use any of yeah, the Sonic brand. He ended up releasing it and like under a different name. Like it's at like twenty five years in the future. It's all very weird. <laughs> um, I do have a very burning question. Go for it. Where does Scourge rank in your top five hottest Sonic characters? He's not hot. He's just a green Sonic. Okay, that's fine. like he's not. He's not up there. So, since Archie Comics couldn't use Scourge anymore, but still wanted to try and keep the fan interest. They needed a new character based off the green 
color palette Sonic mm-hmm. because like again like these were so popular like they were like shit like they were scrambling like I actually do think they might have faked the signature because like why wouldn't you like why yeah. would you not risk it just to like be like well we need to like, keep our characters and like they're a big company it's like if it like so they probably think they'll get away with it no truly it's like well last ditch effort for the most part laws kind of favor the big company yeah so like i think i honestly would not be surprised if they did actually try it overestimated their power so then they made a new character called surge and surge, Scourge and surge. yeah literally <laughs> surge is a tenrec which is like a hedgehog but it's not anywhere related to a hedgehog but it looks like a hedgehog okay it's very weird um but Surge is a clone of Sonic made by Dr. Starline. But Surge is a girl. So that sort of indicates that Sonic was assigned female at birth because it's a clone. So they accidentally made Sonic trans. So happy pride. Happy pride, everyone. So it's, this is why I had to like get the person's name. Because it seems like... Clone seems to be a bit dubious. Some, because also this is only released like last mm. year. Um, so a lot of like oh, these, the actual these lawsuits have been going on for a minute. Though. I know. So the lawsuits like fell through, oh, okay. or like they got. But like, basically, the idea of having because Surge was released with another character, mm-hmm. it was like another glitch version of Tails, and they were like, okay, let's work this into our comic book. But I think because of like the whole scourge ordeal, they were like, let's hold off for a bit. And then in 2021, they're like, okay, fine, we can do, do it. it. Let's do it. But I think because basically they're supposed to be like mysterious characters mm-hmm. and they're a bit android-y, but they're also mixed with the DNA, it's a bit of a confusing topic whether they're a clone or just mixed with the DNA. Mm-hmm. But I prefer to think that it is a clone and that Sonic the Hedgehog is trans. Well, Sonic the Hedgehog is now, in my head headcanon, uh, trans. <laughs> Um, I love it so much, though. It's just so funny to me that I, they're like, oh shit, we've I, made Sonic the Hedgehog trans. I also love the idea of this having to be canon within the Sonic universe, but also this dude must have spoken to a lawyer and been like, right, uh, you ha- the lawyer must have been, you need to make it legally distinct from Sonic. That's the thing. I think they must have, well, I think they must have been told you've got to make it distinct from um, Scourge. Yeah. Because... It's the exact same colour palette and like it's based off this like glitch. So they must have had to make Surge female to be like, look, it's different, it's not your character. Um but then basically Ken Powers has fucked over like them so much they were like, We can't risk anything, like now all these writers have to like mm-hmm. they have like strict rules they have to do. But I think it must have just formed through the gap that like, oh no, you've accidentally made Sonic trans now. Did you like and we're never really gonna mention it, but everyone's always going to ask that question. Yeah, like is Sonic trans now? And like, does that good for him. does that make Amy and Sonic a lesbian relationship? Uh, no, but only because Amy is into Sonic and Sonic is not. Also, I think it's because Sonic is um identified as male. Oh yes. So it'd be. Heterosexual no, anyway. Sorry, I'm getting I'm getting scared. You got, you got, I'm getting you got excited. You're right, like, oh my god. I'm getting them all mixed up. There's too there's too many S's. But um yeah, Sonic writers. Amy just pines over Sonic. And Sonic's always like, nah. Nah, not interested. But I Yeah, I was like my original notes went straight. I was like, no, I don't even care. I need to talk about Sonic being I, trans. Like, we just need to talk about it. It's fucking it. pride, like it's... 
<laughs> it's fucking pride. But it's the thing. I was like, oh, mine's going to be really short, but I can't not talk about this. No, it's like, I'm trying to think of other, like, times that anyone in, like, the gaming nerd sphere, I guess, has accidentally made something trans. Um, Nintendo and Birdo. What's it called? Dan Harmon, the guy who made, like, Fairy Out Parents and all that, I think yeah, yeah, he yeah. accidentally made Daddy Phantom trans. I can't remember. I've never, cause I've never read it. Not read it. I've never like watched it really. So like, but I saw on Tumblr that one day everyone just went, "Oh my god, he's trans now." <laughs> and I was like, oh, "Okay." Okay. Characters do be sometimes accidentally trans. Like, um, there's not... a theory that Timmy Turner's trans. Yeah. Which has some like actual weight that. behind it. Um, I think uh, also not Dan Harmon, uh, Brett, something uh, Dan Harmon's community, and Rick and oh. Morty. Oh yeah, what's his name? Um, Should I just Google it? Yeah, uh, so it's some it's some name. It's a name. <laughs> uh, it is by Butch Harmon. There yeah. we go. Um, I got the first. You got the last. Yeah. <laughs> um, like not necessarily accidental trans representation, uh, but in uh, the <gasps> Pokemon one has trans. Yes. Um, the girl who used to be in the early games, there was a person who was like male presented. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like a karate master, and then in one of the like more recent of like uh, games, there's I think it's a girl who's like I used to be a karate master, but then in the old sprites, only men were karate master, mm-hmm. and it's like science is amazing or whatever. So um, that was a trans character. Work. Let me see if I can find that. Um, I mean, uh, what was I was gonna say? Uh, not uh, an accidental trans character. Um, more of yeah. So in... sorry, it's in Pokemon X and Y, and it's this woman. Um, oh my god! A woman. Yes, and she puts yes, Mira. Year and a half ago, I was a black belt. Quite a transformation, wouldn't you say? That's trans. But, but that that's the things we love to. Yeah. I mean. You know, quite the transformation. <laughs> I know, like, really on, like, nail on the head, but... Oh, I just love it. It's just so fun to me. What were you going to say? Um, do you remember the Torok reboot that I think came out in, like, 2009? Yes, but I've not thought about it since 2009. Um, there's a deleted scene that was never animated um, that's inside of the game files where Torok and the main antagonist just make out. Oh my god, we love that. Um, like instead of letting him like fall to his death or whatever, picks him up and just gives him a big old smooch. And I'm here for that. I I, I think that would have made the dinosaur killing game better. Add some gayness. Yeah, honestly, like add some Add something, honestly. Add, but, so- uh... add something. <coughs> yeah, annoyingly mine was not that long, but there's not really much out there because it's quite a recent character. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure actually how much he's been in the Sonic. I don't read Sonic. No. Um but I I mean, how could I not talk about that? You can't not bring it up. If we ever do a season two, I will be doing gaming, like, urban legends, conspiracies. But, like, my notes went literally out the window. I was like, I can't. Just straight into the bin. I instantly sent screenshots I was about to send to you, and I was like, actually, no. no. I'm going to surprise Joe on the podcast. Like, I, that's more fun. I, I love that. It's just the sentence, like, oh, someone accidentally made a lawsuit, and whoops. It's someone was fighting for... <laughs> Someone managed to, like, scam their way out of a company with all the IP that they made. 
then was like, I'm going to make my own thing. Yeah. Made the, then made the original character trans by default. Yeah. And then just kept on living their lives. I do have a the... request for this man, though. Go for it. He really needs to stop, like, naming characters that end in urge. Well, he didn't make Surge. So I, someone I, else made I, Surge. I know someone else made but Surge. Also, but also, um, he did say, like, you can use my characters, like, to end these storylines. You don't need to do a hard reboot. And for some reason, they were just like, no. But um, I... Also, when I was, like, reading it about him, it seems like he's a very, like, controversial... Figure. Yeah, like, people... Some people like him. Some people think, like, he was a bit of a dick to do what he did. But he obviously clearly something had, had, like, had to have happened mm-hmm. behind the scenes for him to be like, mm, actually, you're sued. And he won, so, like... Also... He also had multiple lawsuits it's not just a one-off like no, he sued a I, lot of yeah people I, I imagine there's lots of ins and outs i yeah. do have a very very big question though does this mean that we are going to see scourge slash surge in the hit tv show riverdale i hope so <laughs> honestly i i actually wouldn't put it past for one of them to be just in the sonic movie because the sonic movie is just chaotic if you've not seen sonic 2 it's a fucking fever dream i cried you, like, no, you cried seven times. <laughs> I was sat there counting. I would look over at you and I'd just see a single tear roll down. Just, like, that's number four. No. Like, <laughs> it was so good. It's such a fever dream. I think, though, if I watched it at home alone, I'd be like, oh, it's fine. I think being in the cinema... <laughs> you watched it at home, like, you were in the movie Home Alone watching yeah. Sonic 2. But I think if I was just, like, vibing... Because I watched Sonic 1, I think, like, I was like, oh, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I think if I watched Sonic 2 alone, like, just vibing in my room, I would have been like, what has happened? Like, I don't think I would have been like, what has happened? I, I think wa- I would have been like, oh, okay. I watched Sonic 1 by myself in my room, and I still cried seven times. So, <laughs> um, so... so what other Sonic characters do you want to be trans? I think Rouge of Bat would be a no, great no, trans no, 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 representation. No. Rouge of Bat is already trans. <laughs> that is a trans woman. That is, I mean... What Rouge about that's a cat? Excuse me. Oh yeah, true. Um, Misgendered in the own book. In the own book, <laughs> like, um, I mean, Omega's I definitely non-binary. Silver gives me strong, like, trans mask non-binary energy. Silver gives me big. I'm like I'm. Because two- also, Silver gives me big. I'm two years on T energy. His best friend is Blaze, who also is definitely queer. Oh, absolutely. so like that's why they've joined together. You know that. Silver and Blaze hang around with Charmy the Bee, Charmy the Bee is non-binary. Espio, like all the, they're all hanging around. Espio is also non-binary. Oh, I refuse to believe. Espio is absolutely non-binary. I refuse to believe he is restricted by the confines of gender. Uh, Vector, not trans. Uh, I'm not even. No, but he is like the biggest supporter. He is the ally. <laughs> I love how this podcast every so often just goes into our head cannons of Sonic characters because they are truly some of the best intellectual property. We do have a big episode coming up. We are. But it's going to go off the rails. I feel like we maybe need to curb some of the yeah, Sonic Yeah, we talk, need to. Because we're going we're gonna to get in too deep. And yeah. I, I don't need to talk about the fisting fantasies I have about Shadow on this episode. That's just on the internet now. <laughs> That's just going to haunt you forever. But we're going to take a short little break again. So... Come join us and we'll have a bit more to talk about. And we're back, 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 back again. 
Why yours fun? Mine are always just like, and we're back. Like, so dead hard. <laughs> sounds so depressed. I'm like, ugh, we're back. Um, so, that, uh, like, that was our, our little topics that we brought to each other for this week. I'm actually quite glad that we didn't plan this one because, like, I think it was very much a rollercoaster of emotions. We went from, here's some cults gassing people to trans representation in the Sonic franchise. And why it matters. <laughs> but... Um, so there's not been, like, too much in the way of, like, gaming news. I mean, there's been a lot. I love how we, you spoke about, like, we've ever spoke about gaming news in the, like... <laughs> right, you know, you've got, to, you've got to convince yourself and you've got to convince the audience, alright? Um, oh my god, hi, we're a gaming or news like, channel now. Uh, or one of the things that have been in gaming news, I think, is one of the best things that could happen. Um... Raven Software, uh, specifically the QA department, um, voted to uh, formally unionise. Um, it following a bunch of strikes through from the start of the year, um, they were striking for better pay and working conditions. So quite a lot of the... which in the gaming industry famously horrific. Because um, a lot of a lot of the people in the QA teams and lower down that aren't like permanent developers, uh, it works through, it's less formal employment and more contracts for a game. So yeah. um, a lot of the time people who are like on contracts don't get the same uh, the same as other people that work in the same building yeah, do because, because they're employees. Great. Uh, things like uh, not being able to go to um, staff outings because you're not technically staff. Oh, that's just shitty. Um, like if they are having, uh, if there's things like, oh, we're having like a, we're having like a half pizza and beer day, and we're going to play games for the rest of the day. If you are not on their actual staff, then you don't get to. That's participate. just a bit shitty of them in general. Like that's regardless mm-hmm. of that. Oh, no, that's just shitty. Um, so. It, that's why it's specifically the QA department that has voted to unionize. Um, they uh, they do QA departments do so much work actually on games to get them to a playable state, and they deserve to be treated as an integral part of the development force, what which they are. QA stand for again. Is um, it quality... quality assurance. Yeah. Um, so uh part of the things that they voted to uh get passed is increase their pay to twenty dollars an hour um and give them full time positions instead of contracts so um since the union has been official activision blizzard has announced that it plans to convert uh, a further 1,000 QA workers to full-time positions and increase their pay to $20 an hour. Mm. Allow, um, and allow QA workers access to bonuses and benefits. So this also means that QA workers will now presumably get healthcare. Oh, that's good. Uh, um, I just forget America needs to um, it is have that. The first union of its kind. Um, and it's called the Game Workers Alliance. Oh. Um, and it's the, I think it's the start of, you know, how, what, a year and a half-ish ago, every single news story was about how crunch shitty. and how awful it was to work. Like, what was it, um, 
I want to say it was also Activision that had the frat boy. Oh yeah. They got called and... out. Um, who did tell Telltale Games got called out? Like a bunch of places got basically been like, hi, we were actually in shitty, horrific conditions oh, that we couldn't talk about. Activision is keeping their CEO if they're not getting oh, rid, well, which I think might hurt their Microsoft deal. I don't know. Activision are too big of a game player, I think. Sometimes it's a bit more complicated because like, also a lot of the games announced for 2022 on the Xbox stuff is like, got Activision hmm. and like Call of Duty, that alone is like, even though like it's not as big of a money maker anymore, I think it's still such a game player that they wouldn't risk it. I mean, Call of Duty is still a massive exactly money maker. like it's like, huge. I they don't I I don't think they would necessarily even need to make. Uh, do they still do yearly releases or are they on a? I they actually can tell you. Are they now on a? I also don't think it's just Activision and Treyarch. I think it's got another one. Oh no, it's uh, there's uh, Activision, Treyarch, Sledgehammer, Raven Software. <laughs> Um, and there's a few other smaller studios that help out with it that do different bits. Like, uh, let's focus on the good. Unions are fucking great. Unions. So like, everyone unionize. Mm. Um, I'm really hoping that this starts the ball rolling forward on other companies and other um, and other staff to to get what they deserve if they don't already have it. Yeah. Um, so big up Raven Software for. Making that happen. Yeah. Well, in other news, it was... I don't know when this episode's going to get released, but we've just had not a free E3 week. Which, right, ever since No Man's Sky, I refuse to get excited about games. I got burnt. You got burnt bad. Like, No Man's Sky was the only game I was like, oh my god, pre-order hype. Same with Fallout 4. Fallout 4 was a bad though, mm-hmm. but I was like, not as happy with it. And like, Fallout 76. Um, did you see that? Sorry, it was a complete off-topic that Bethesda said that, oh, after we release Elder Scrolls 6, Six. we're going to work on Fallout 5. And everyone was like, oh, so it's going to be in the next, like, 10 years yeah, then. Like, Jesus. I mean, the... either the Elder Scrolls has to come out in the next two years, otherwise they would have announced, I think it will. They would have announced that, what, six years before release? Yeah. Um, I mean, I know that's... They what... were also... The fucking release thing was just a pan over of some mountains. Yeah. Like, they... They have to be working with a new engine, right? I don't know if I... Like, the thing is, I, I'm not sure if it's like nostalgia, but like the old, like the I think Fallout Three, the engine is more fun than Fallout Four, and like I think it's the same Blizz- engine. Well, like the characters and like how it plays and all that, I just think mm-hmm. it's more fun. But like same with like Skyrim and Oblivion, I much prefer Oblivion. I think oh, it's got a charm right, yeah, to it yeah. though, like the the jankiness. I, but I, I love a bit of jank. I I think that's. Like, people won't think that they're going to remake Fallout New Vegas. And I'm like, please don't, because, like, I want the jank. Uh, like, please don't remake Fallout New Vegas unless you are going to bring in everyone that made Fallout New Vegas and be like, hey, so here's a three-year development cycle. Yeah. Do what you've already done, no, but I make think... it work. I don't think, just don't remake it. Just make Fallout New Vegas 2, which they it always gets in talks. It's very weird. Well, like, it... Sometimes comes up, but then Bethesda won't ever acknowledge Fallout New Vegas, so I don't think it ever will we, come out. We've had the first um, official rumblings of it now, now that Bethesda's owned by Microsoft instead of Subsidiary. I love that you say Bethesda. 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 Um, we're back on this track. Bethesda. Be- Bethesda. Um, now that they're owned by the same parent company, Microsoft, they, mm. the 
the possibilities are the possibility is there. there and uh i forget who said it from microsoft but uh there's already been talks about it yeah. so it's already been uh it's already been a thing in the back of their heads and i think microsoft would have been stupid if they didn't think oh hey you know this game that everyone mm. keeps fucking asking for and has been for the past what 10 years well, not 10 years isn't it shut up joe no uh, a long time let's just say a long no, time yeah no definitely over 10 years um uh where was i uh everyone really wants it we have the studios that can make it happen Just, there's no yeah. li- there's no there will be no licensing faux pas because we own both of them like you know um but let's just get back on topic what games from not e3 caught your eye um so there's a game called routine which i first saw a good few years ago we're talking 20 the one you sent me yeah we're talking like 2015 so it's got big og alien um, like that's the kind of sci-fi style that we're in um, and not too much was known about it uh, it's just that you're on a moon it's survival horror um, it looked super It essentially a game that was almost made for me <laughs> um, like weird sci-fi horror androids in space I don't see you as a horror person but I, I do I enjoy horror games do you play them? I do you watch them? I try to play them. So you watch them? No. You can admit it, it's fine. <laughs> uh, no, because I, I find some of them just a little bit too much sometimes. I think my main issue is sometimes controls, because if they pl- if you're supposed to be a character who's never done combat, I think there's a, you're really good at combat. I'm always a bit like this is weird to me, but I also don't want tank controls. So I'm always like, it's like um, but also to be fair, if I'm doing horror. I prefer survival horror. Don't give me a gun. No, right. Don't give me a gun. Like, like I don't care at that point. I'm not scared at that point. Give me like, give me like Silent Hill where you you've got a gun, but you look really good at it. Mm-hmm. But they've also got time controls. So I feel like that balances like, out. Yeah, like balances. But um, give me like, like um, I'm trying to think of like a good example. Until dawn, like you've got no combat. Mm-hmm. That's all story focused. I'm trying to think what like, like like Outlast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. that sort of vibe. Like, just let me run. Let me have, like, something to stun like, the enemy. So I like, uh, um, Until Dawn. Not Until Dawn. So why I like Dead by Daylight. Makes sense. Because, like, don't give me combat. Give me, like, make me run around. Or, it's more fun. Yeah. Um, the, I, I've forgotten what the name of the game is. Uh, but, uh, you are, you are a, gla- you are a demon made of glass and pain. And you have a new skateboard. You're a skateboarding demon made out of glass and pain. No idea. I'm gonna have to Google it. Uh, but it looks super cool. Um, Is that not E3? Was that on the lineup? Uh, yeah, that was on the. Okay. Uh, it was in Devolver's uh, presentation. Basically, all the games that I enjoyed from Summer Games Fest or whatever the fuck they're yeah. calling it uh, was from Devolver's conference. Um, another game that I think is gonna blow the fuck up is Cult of the Lamb. Call Lamb, so I keep hearing, I am excited and also not at the same time, but I think it'd be interesting to see, because it looks a bit like Don't Starve I think it'd be interesting, but I think, I mean, actually, I do think it'll be good. I think it'll be one of the fun ones. I, I think it'll be one of the ones that the you internet... You've out the game, I think, I yes. thought you'd be on top of your list. Stray, where you're a cat in Cyberpunk. 
Oh, no, I did not see that one. Have you not seen Stray? It's so, like, you're a cat. Um, it looks really good, and you're, like, in, a, like, a cyberpunk world. Um, you're trying to, like, escape the city, but, like, there's no people. Everyone's, like, an android. Mm-hmm. But you've got, like, a meow button. Oh. The only issue seems to be... Um, I don't think you have a free jump button. I think you have to walk up to objects, and then it'll have, like, press X to jump. Right. And then you jump off of it. I don't think it has, like, a... Uh, inert. Jump button, but... Um, I thought that'd be that. It, I'll show you the trailer. Later. No. Very up your alley. Um, so uh, the uh, so the game I'm talking about is called Skate Story, um, and you're a skateboarding demon made of glass on a mission to swallow the moon. Well, we all have goals. Strong, strong game. Yeah, strong premise. I do love when games are just like bizarre. My one is also Monument Valley, which is the one with a non-binary protagonist, mm-hmm. but it's like the turn-based game about memories and regrets so <gasps> no i saw that i i I've sent it to you yeah yeah i think it's very oh i said very apparently i sent you a good couple of paragraphs yeah. trying to you're like i think it'd be interesting to do this and i was like joe i would just what? get on the development team or like <laughs> what my like... It... no but this is why i don't like e3 because i think then your mind starts like things like no Man's Sky, Fallout 76, all this jazz. Like, I think you get so excited that you're like, oh my god, it can be like this. Like, oh my god, and then you play the games a bit like, oh, okay. That's why I'm like, I've always got my reservations because I'm like, yeah, Strain looks fun, but like, what if it's a bit shit? And like, yeah, Monument Valley, I've been more fit for Monument Valley mm-hmm. only because it's really bad, but only because they've got a queer protagonist. I know that's like not a reason, but I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, we have to stand. Yeah. Um, Think... I'm always a bit like, oh, like, how is this going to play? Mm. Also, I know it isn't, this wasn't announced, but during my research of, like, games that were on yeah. there, for some reason, Oxenfree 2, Lost Signals, was... Was just, just I didn't, slipped on in there. I didn't even know it was announced. Oh my god, I love Oxenfree. Oh You've not played Oxenfree. No, I have not. It's one of the games I'm like, fucking play. I know. Which, you telling me that I need to play it indicates that it's going to give me some form of emotional distress. Uh, Oxenfree is not really... Night in the Woods is... The three games I always recommend to Joe is Normal Lost Phone, Night in the Woods, and Oxenfree. Night in the Woods and Normal Lost Phone breaks everyone. You can't not cry in Normal Lost Phone. No. Um, like if, Night in the Woods is if not... If you don't cry after playing a Normal Lost Phone, and during, and really the yeah. most of the time, then you don't have a heart. Normal Lost Phone 2 is not not good though. No, it's quite annoying. Sequels rarely are. Um, and that in the words, it was that's good. Even though he was probably mm-hmm. not a great person, but it was a good queer small town story. Mm-hmm. Um, Oxen Free isn't. It's this one. It's a really interesting concept with time travel on island with ghosts, and it seems that Oxen Free Two is the same sort of concept. Mm-hmm. Which I really quite like. It's, it looks like it looks like the exact same game, same mechanics. I quite like that because I'm like sometimes if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like it's sometimes fine to just use the exact same format with a different story and new characters rather than oh it's a sequel let's add a bunch of stuff because I'm like but why? Like you don't add mechanics and refine gameplay if it's not necessarily you can refine needed. gameplay. But um, no, like by refine I mean not change stuff. I know. Like not like. Uh, make the current gameplay better. Oxenfree, like... it seems like it's the exact same. Because Oxenfree 1, your ending isn't really... It makes sense, and it makes sense what the sequel, why the sequel hasn't changed what the main mm-hmm. premise is. 
that's not, I'm trying not to spoil it. Like, you do actually need to play it. It's so fun. No, I know. But um, I feel like Oxygen Free was like in 2015, every fucking YouTuber was playing it. Anyway. And then that's when I, five years later is when I find it because it's on fucking, um, which bundle was it? Uh, Reasons, I mean, uh, yeah, the BLM bundle. Yeah. They had a queer one, but I didn't actually end up donating to it. I wasn't. Um, it might, I think it's still running, actually. I think it's still running. Uh, there's not. Uh, uh, most of the actual video games uh, we I I've I've played I, I, I have mean, more I also have in other I don't uh, mind like five other bundles yeah. like uh, there's a lot of cool looking like tabletop RPGs in there but the issue is I know it's like I'm always happy to give money to it because it's oh yeah a good cause but like sometimes I see the games and I'm like oh god like you really lucked out the BLM bundle because every game on there is so good but like the which one was it? Um, the second one we got. Was it oh, the uh, Palestine. Yeah, that was a fine bundle. Like, there was some okay games. But, like, oh my god, like, Far From Noise. I fucking loved Far From Far Noise. Far From Noise is so good. Um, Another Celeste. game that made me cry. You've not played Celeste. Celeste will make you cry. No, I know Celeste will make me cry. Celeste will I'm, fucking break I'm you. I'm also convinced that Celeste will make me trans, so... She's not trans, is it? Oh, no, but almost every trans person that I've oh, spoken to has been like, so Celeste, Celeste huh? Celeste, yeah, no, Celeste is a great self-acceptance game. I don't think I had such a strong connection as some of people do, but I think you would. Mm. Which sounds like a read. It's not a read. I just think like... I say it would make me trans as if I'm not already non-binary. I know. Make you more trans. <laughs> make me more trans. Somehow you'd find a way. Trans me more. Yeah. You're like, hmm, how can I become more non-binary? <laughs> You change your name to like a fun little Luxifer. Okay, I know. I feel like some. I love. Um, there's like a meme on Tumblr that's like, trans, um, non-binary people name themselves after random objects like yeah. rock and dirt and stun, <laughs> which uh, I think is fun. No, it's great. I mean, my name's Stone. My name's Stone. Um, so, what games have you been playing? I've not really been... <coughs> oh my god. I've not really been playing many games. I've been quite busy, actually. As you know, because you keep asking me to play The Forest, and every mm -hmm. day I'm like, I actually can't today. I think I've been able to play... Maybe they just show, like, three hours of games. So I've only played The Outer Wilds, which is really good. Yeah, that's been on my list. Yeah, oh, that was really good. I would recommend. It's a bit... Um... To find the story is quite hard. And maybe I'm just dumb... Because it's an exploratory mm -hmm. game into like different worlds, but it's also a time loop game. It's very weird. Um, what I've heard and seen and read, it's one of those games that will just click. Yeah, like, I think I only unlocked like one small part of it, and I've been playing for like a few hours. But I also just think I'm dumb. So yeah, like if you don't have a great brain for like physics. Well, it's not that. It's um, like so. I've discovered a lot in the game, but there's two people. Mm -hmm. You there's like two people who you go up to, and you're like, oh, I found because basically the whole game is like you find in there was an ancient race before your people mm -hmm. who explored the universe, and you're trying to find out really what happened to them. And I've only found one of their things, and then you go like I found a bunch of their things, mm -hmm. but I've only found one thing that I've when I've gone to speak to a character they care about it because you've got like a problem that says like oh i found new information right so and i've only found one thing that like someone cares about but i found like a bunch of other stuff but like i was like oh my god like i found this um 
stuff like this like um trial thing mm-hmm. that was talked about um like object permanence and like interdimensional stuff like that and when i went to go speak to the characters about it literally my character had nothing to say about it and i was like this feels like it's something yeah. so it's like one of those games where you're like oh okay i think i just need to give it more time like i said i've not had much time i think it's i think it's giving it a little, giving it a little it bit it's really fun though do you play it and i think also part of it is uh like maybe you're just finding parts in a sequence that you need the the end the, yeah the one well, before it for the game to register it making sense so the only thing i found so far is like one of their old crash pods and like i didn't think that anything was like that was anything it's just like an old like escape pod mm-hmm. but like that's the only thing that i carry cares about but like i found other stuff and they're like which i would have thought is more of a conversation topic and they're like hmm. nothing no nothing apart Nooch. from that i've only played oh my god so because i've re been playing my gamecube so mario kart double dash iconic strong, strong also choice. the rograts battle run oh, oh yeah what's it called rograts yes. battle royale i think it's something like that yeah um oh my god that game i have never completed and it's so fun rograts it's in the same vein as like the shrek 2 game right so um so rograts royal royal ransom Oh my, my god. god. So fun. I forgot how fun it is. Like, I know it's a Rugrats game, but it's also quite hard. Oh, no, I mean, it's got that... It's a GameCube game it, as well, so it's not going to be easy. It's in that the weird transition period where people were still low-key making games for arcades. Yeah. Well, it's just... Well, it's 3D, so I think it's just got that rudimentary 3D mm-hmm. charm. But, oh my god, I love it. I just sit and play it. Like, but that... They're in brief... Yeah. Oh my god. They're only... They are the only free games I've already been playing. Sorry, my voice is like so, actually killing me today. I think I just saw uh, the last bit of energy leave my for his body. My throat is killing me. I was actually going to reschedule today, but then I was like, if I reschedule, Joe will kill me. But I was like, I can't speak. I can't uh, speak. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have to power through it. Like a professional. It's fine. The episode came up in three months' time anyway, exactly. so who cares? Um... <laughs> Uh, I mean, I've been playing... Oh yeah, what have you been playing? Sorry, I was going to ask and I choked up. No, it's all, I figured that was going to be your next question. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to breathe. Uh, give your voice a rest, babe. Um, so I've been playing Lisa. Uh, on RPG Maker. On RPG Maker. Is that, is that a weird, creepy, not horror game, but sort of horror game? I... It's me strong, like, Fatal Frame vibes, but maybe I'm completely wrong. No. I think maybe thinking of a different game. I think you're thinking of a different game. I mean, don't get me wrong, that is definitely horror is it creepy i think I... oh it's 1000 percent. okay creepy. i think i am thinking of the, the same game in fact you play as a woman no maybe uh, in the i've only seen like a small section where like she plays with a cat and the cat dies or like she plays with like a frog she like finds a frog and she carries this frog around with her and then like somewhere needs to sacrifice oh, okay um lisa is pixel art yeah it's like a top-down like this oh no no i'm thinking of very different games um it has i think lisa has now become one of my favorite games of all time um it's so smartly designed um it's 
it is one of it it's it calls itself a life ruining game which healthy i mean i don't know whether this just says about what level of messed up i am as a person you're like that seems very up my alley off i go um i was like i mean yeah i can understand why it could be a life ruining game for someone but these are like it there's like topics of abuse suicide addiction uh trauma um oh. how it yeah, affects fair. you know it and it goes it doesn't pull any punches um and uh i don't really want to ruin anything for you where I, is it where can people get it uh oh. steam you can get it on itch um it's a solo developed game uh okay. by the artist formerly known as dingling uh austin jurgensen I um, formerly know what they currently know as Austin Jurgensen. So they just went from an alias to their real name. Oh, okay. Um, I was so confused. I was like, "Are you dead naming someone?" I'm no. so confused. Uh, and uh, if you haven't played it, I would really recommend it. Um, if you've got um, at least, if you think you are up to dealing with like themes of trauma, abuse, uh, sexual abuse, suicide, all of that stuff, uh, but it's a very poignant game and uh i wish more games would have the ability to do what it did like with everything around the last of us 2 and that having such a big backlash to its uh more adult themes ain't got nothing on lisa um so please go play it go buy it um to finish off what's one game that's on your list that you need to play because i one game on you get to list. choose one game that you're like right i know i need to play that game oh because mind mine's citizen sleeper you've played it i've not i've i've played through about a quarter of citizen sleeper that's on my like that's my next game i'm probably gonna launch up um ooh. when i have time because fuck knows when that is i don't know why i'm so busy recently oh well, that's a good question i know yours should be what oxen free oxen free celeste um, Any game I've recommended to you in the last year <laughs> and a half. Um, to be fair, I probably think Outer Wilds is the next one that I will. Outer Wilds is really good. That I will tackle. Um, I'm trying to think of anything. One, uh, I know what my answer is. Umarangi Generation. Which one is that? The photograph. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, I was gonna. So like, for those who don't know, it's like a dystopian. I don't really know how to describe it. You're not... It's not dystopian, like, you're a photographer, but you're more taking photos of, like, your friends. So it's... So you're in the post-apocalypse. Post-apocalyptic. Uh, post-apocalyptic. Uh, the UN has uh, taken over this uh, section of city, um, and obviously it's all militarised, and uh, the game is, uh, like, I think taking these photos and everything like that not strict not strictly legal because you're having to like run around in <laughs> big kind of like mirror's edge runner vibes uh see it's very much my vibe because it's a photography game and i'm like oh my no. god photography yay and uh from what i've seen of it it makes some really cool political statements it has a banging soundtrack yeah actually that might be on my i downloaded it's on game it. pass oh, no, i've downloaded it it's on my um computer but I downloaded that and Citizen Sleeper at the exact same uh, time. So, but because I saw a Polygon article on both, the Citizen Sleeper seemed like more like not pick up and play, mm -hmm. but pick up and play. Um, so I was like, that actually fits my time frame a bit more. I, I would really like to play Uranga <laughs> Generation on the Switch. 
Yeah. Uh, just because I think the uh, because it was designed with the uh, handheld ha- with yeah. the handheld uh, in mind, so you could actually use the gyroscope to take pictures. Whilst I don't think that that's a necessary part of the game. No, I get uh, you mean though. No. Like fun. I think it would add like Pokemon Snap. Like yeah, I think it would add to your experience of feeling like you are framing framing photos. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's 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 my next one. How about you, bitch? I, I said sit and sleep oh, yeah. multiple Shut times. Up, get, a gri- get a grip. Um, no, mine's sort of the same. Like to be fair, I think. The annoying thing is we have very similar game lists, but we go about them at different times. Oh, absolutely. I think it's because one person will be like, you need to play this game, and then the one's like, fine. Or we'll just send each other a game and be like, oh, this team's up your alley, and you're like, I can play that two months ago. <laughs> oh, okay, got it received. I feel like you've sent me games before, and I'm like, yeah, I've completed that B. Yeah. Because like, even like Far From Noise, such an obscure game that's like on page seven of the itch.io, but we mm-hmm. both independently played, like without even talk to each other about it no right we just see the same thing we're like that's my vibe that, that's me that's a bit of me but also this episode has got very long so we should probably yeah. um love you and leave you yeah uh so also i can't speak <laughs> uh so yeah that's it. uh if we've got any facts names people or places wrong uh you know it's in the title in it we're sorry in advance <laughs> uh don't forget to follow us on twitter at we are sorry pod at we are sorry pod. pod we currently only have two followers which is us. each other so, <laughs> which is um, sad please just give us that pity follow for the for the 14 people that have listened consecutively please follow <laughs> yeah not to beg but like not to beg but beg <laughs> please uh also do you know a fun fact about so i get all of so since the only people that the podcast follows is me and you i get all of the recommended tweets that should be what someone who follows just us to mm-hmm. would get recommended? Is it wild? <laughs> it's exclusively male self like selfies, and I can tell which ones are recommended for me and which ones are recommended for you instantly. <laughs> please. So please. if someone looks a little bit generic, I know that's that's my ball game. <laughs> like I know if they've just like a little bit of a generic looking like usually thirty year old, like mm-hmm. I know that's aimed at me. If they look a bit broken. I know, and they're a bit twinky, a little bit broken. Mm-hmm. That's but... your side coming on through. <laughs> like, for instance, that's for me. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And then let's find one that's 100% for you. That's for you. Oh, absolutely. Like, a little twinky boy. Like, I was like... Like, I haven't followed that person since I was, like, 13. But that's what I mean. Like, I see them, like, I know exactly... <laughs> Who, who of the who, two of us has influenced this? Or just you wait until my thought Twitter gets on that. I'll be blocking that instantly. <laughs> but anyway, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And are you ready to ascend? <laughs> bye bye.